0: I ended up here. Sitting here in my tiny corner of nowhere. There's nowhere left to go. Nowhere. Except the oasis.
1: Let me show you. What's going on everybody? Welcome back to Frantic Thoughts, the podcast that takes everything video game and geek related and celebrates it and revels in it. It's an enthusiast-centered podcast focused on positivity and talking about what we love. And it's through the eyes of me. My name is Josh, but people online call me Frantic. So, Frantic Thoughts, uh, Yeah, I thought that was a clever title when I originally made the show so let's go ahead and uh, get started here Uh, I had a blue screen on my computer so I'm really hoping this setup works out we tried to record a video earlier like yesterday and everything just went haywire my computer started acting up so hopefully I can get through this episode without any issues (laughs) so here we go and uh I figured, you know, I was, like, stressing a few episodes ago, right? Uh, two or three episodes ago, like, man, I need to come up with an intro. But, you know, I'm just free-willing it. I don't really care. I'm having a good time with it. All right. So we're going to start off with the topic of the week. <laughs> Sounded pretty good, I think. Anyway, uh, I saw Ready Player One yesterday. So first off, I'm going to review... Ready Player One, but this is non spoilery. I will be very vague. I will not give any plot specifics. I will not give any references away, anything like that. This is just my general impressions. It won't be a very long review because I don't want to go into any spoilery topics. I want to get that out of the way first. And if I do say something spoilery during the recording, I'm going to listen back and I will edit it out because I know people do not want to get spoiled when it comes to these movies. So. If you're still not comfortable listening to this episode or this portion of the episode, you can go ahead and skip ahead. The time codes are in the description. I always put the time codes. So if you don't want to listen to the topic of the week until you've watched Ready Player One, that's completely understandable. But let me, know, let me tell you right now, I'm not going to spoil this movie for you guys. And I just wanted to give my opinions and like my thoughts on how I felt about the movie when I left, which could be a spoiler to some people. So... Like I said before, the time codes are in the description. So if you want to skip this topic, go ahead. But I'm, i wanna, I want to I want to just talk about the movie for a bit cuz I I liked it. Okay, let me start off by saying I liked this movie. It was good. I had a good time with it. I do have some issues with it though. Um Let's let's do all positives first. I I have very <laughs> whoa, I just hit my mic. It sounded like a spring. It sounded like Sonic spring there. I don't know. You probably heard that. (laughs) Anyway, I want to start with the positives. It had amazing CG. The CG was out of this world. The animation and the graphics and the way everything flowed together was just beautiful. And, uh, I read the book. I read Ready Player One. Uh, I think it was a couple years ago at this point. And, uh, I really like that book. It was a fun time. Uh, it's not the deepest subject matter, and it's not the deepest book ever made, but that's not where you're going into this. Don't go into this movie or into that book thinking, oh, this is going to be some high art type of thing. I'm a freaking gnat on my wall. I'm like... Ah. Uh, I have like a little program feed when I in the side where I could see myself while I'm talking. I see like a little gnat just sitting there waiting to be swiped off or fly, whatever you want to call it. Anyway, uh, I get distracted way too easily. <laughs> um, don't go into this movie thinking, "Hey, this is gonna be the deepest thing I ever seen." If you want to go to a movie that makes you think or has some kind of deep stuff, this probably isn't gonna be for you. Like for you, it's it, it's more of one of those you go down. To the theater you want to see something amazingly beautiful to watch. I would say beautiful from an artistic standpoint when it comes to all the CG and the effects and everything. You want to see something bombastic, something incredible and explosions and action and huge uh, set pieces and stuff like that and you want to have your giant bowl of popcorn there and you want to be eating that popcorn and having your cherry coke whatever you got having your Twizzlers or Vine, whatever your flavor is and your candy or having your, what <laughs> I'm sure some people are like, man, that sounds good right now. Some candy. You know what I want right, right now? Some Reese's puffs, uh, not Reese's puffs, Reese's pieces, Reese's pieces. I freaking love those. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, that's how it was yesterday. Uh, it was a little bit late for me because my schedule was kind of mi- mi- mixed up this week. I'll, I'll talk about it later in the next section, but, um, yeah my schedule was a little screwy uh what where'd my phone go i guess i plugged it in it's fine um (laughs) sorry i'm very distracted let's keep going here ready player one was a cool movie i liked the general plot and i liked the storyline and i liked how everything went through and i liked uh the main character was pretty good um I like the references too. There was a lot of references, so it's just fun to see everything kind of clash together. It kind of feels like you're on the internet with everybody, but they're in a, a simulation. So, general plot details, which is are in the trailer. There's this place called the Oasis. You put these goggles on, or like VR goggles, and you go into this virtual world, and you have your own avatar that you can use any character you want. So that's how all these different genres and different characters and different styles, everything collides in this world. Um, which is which is all good and fine. I like that a lot. It was pretty fun to say, oh, look, there's that character. And, oh, look, over there, that, there's that character. If you take the context of the story for some characters that are in this this thing, like, well, that maybe that character wouldn't do that, but it's more like the characters being driven by somebody and that's an avatar you know so so I'm trying to be vague sorry uh say I am going to be this character but in the in this movie that this character is involved with this character doesn't fight but in this movie they fight you know some stuff like that um if you can get over that 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 helps a lot with this movie uh there are some super super corny lines in this movie that is the thing that Made me cringe a few times. There's some cringe-worthy lines, in my opinion. Some people might think it's fine, but there are just... <laughs> there were a few times I'm just like, eh, that's kind of a awkward scene. That's a kind of an awkward line, you know, here and there. Um, but, all in all, I thought this movie was pretty fun. And that's why that's what I got went... <sighs> that's what I got went. That's not a sentence. Uh, that's what I went into this uh, thinking. That's how my... When I first sat down and I was going to watch this movie, I had expectations that were pretty like medium. I was like, eh, this could be good. This could be bad. I don't know. Um, I don't think this movie is bad by any means, but I'm not like dying to watch it again. I'll watch it again for the references and uh, to see the battles again that are in there because there's some pretty cool moments in that movie. Um, But it's fun. That's the number one thing, number one takeaway I have from this movie. Um, Yeah. uh, Some of the characters were pretty okay. I I didn't love the characters. I'm not going to lie. There's a, there's two main characters that do two essential things that are more Driven that drive the plot. There's these two characters that drive the plot. That's not that's very vague, but good enough (laughs) That I liked more than the rest of the characters in the storyline And I wish that they would have centered on them a little bit more so I could learn a little bit more about this uh, Giant world that you can plug yourself into when everything else around you is run down and terrible (laughs) So it's kind of cool. I wish that they would set up The why the world is so rundown and terrible and whatever. So you plug yourself into this VR thing. If they would have set that up a little bit more, but you can only do so much in a movie, right? The book does go into it a little bit, but if you read, if you've read the book, don't go in thinking this is going to be exactly like the book because it isn't. It has a lot of differences, but I can see why they'd made these changes and it didn't bother me because a movie in a book is completely different medium uh, to make a book interesting you can write long flowing paragraphs about this one object to get a mental picture in your brain on what you're seeing right in a movie you can see it in front of you and so it's just a different style and different way to tell a story so they have to change the, the script up a little bit and that's fine and I thought it was welcome in this and yeah I, 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 w- I just want to say it's a solid if I was going to give it like a rating like a school rating like a B B B minus like yeah fun popcorn blockbuster movie nothing too uh, fantastic about it it's, I wouldn't say it's like oh my god mind blowing or anything but I liked it a lot alright Uh, yeah th- there's my review Uh, it's nice and short and to the point I feel like that if you enjoy geeky things, if you're if you're a child of the 80s or the 90s, you're going to find something to like in this movie. And if you're one of those people that just kind of hates references for references sake, you might not like this movie. Because this movie has a lot of that. So, anyway, uh, yeah, uh, I love my movie pass. That's how we saw it. And, uh, dude, there's going to be so many good movies next month. I'm like, oh, my God. It's it's looking good, like, in the next couple months. Like, Avengers is coming out, like, in, what, a month, three weeks? Then we got Deadpool, like, a little bit after that. Oh, man. We got Westworlds coming back on HBO. Okay, it's going to be a great month for media. We have Steven Universe episodes that just came out yesterday. There's always good stuff to watch. To watch. Uh, so I'm going to set. I need to pull something up on my computer for this next set section. Uh, next section. I'm pulling up something for the next section. I can't type at all. Countdown timer. Because I didn't bring my phone like an idiot. I need to get a minute on the clock here. I can't sing. I know I can't sing, right? But I, I do it anyway. And I do it loudly. And I do it proudly for everybody to hear me sing because I know I'm not a great singer because I want to stick it in everybody's face that anybody can sing if they want to anyway I don't know what I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> I'm actually in a really good mood right now I have I have a lot of energy the last couple episodes I feel like I've been like bumming out I'm like oh yeah I'm not feeling good I hit my knee and all this stuff I, I, I'm, I'm done right now I don't want to be like that <laughs> at the moment Uh. We're going to do the recommendation minute. The topic is over. Ready player one. Give it a shot. If you like that type of movie. Ooh. Recommendation. 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 Minute. Here we go. During this recommendation minute. Today. I'm going to talk about for an entire solid minute. Why Dragon Ball Z is one of the best shows. Or Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. It's one of the best shows ever made. You guys ready? Go. Recommendation minute. Go on Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball is an entirely... Okay, Dragon Ball. Original series, you you see how Goku grows up. Goku is a character that gets shipped from his planet that is dying, kind of like Superman. And grows up, finds these things called Dragon Balls to get wishes with this character named Bulma. And at the end, there's this evil guy named King Piccolo that he... And stuff, and it's a really good story. And I don't want to almost spoiled like a major plot point in that. But it's a really fun, a lot more funny, and a huge action—not action, action adventure—a huge funny shenanigans show. Dragon Ball Z is all about getting your power level more and more bigger, 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 fighting bigger, bigger monsters, uh, bad guys, and villains. It's intense, has pretty cool characters, has that camp factor. It's just a really cool show to watch. Watch it! Watch it! Watch! It, watch it! Dragon Ball Z—I've been getting back into Dragon Ball Z Kai just like a lot of other people and there's a timer that one's allowed Uh, I know I just got done with uh, the recommend the whole minute's over but honestly I've been watching Dragon Ball Z Kai again and it holds up it's a good time Vegeta is a beast even though he's a dick he's like one of those lovable assholes anyway (sighs) So in the next part, we just talk about my week. We talk about what's happening. How's it going? So this week is kind of like, a, eh, it was all right. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about this Goodwill find that we had, right? We went, we went out and we sometimes we just go to the Goodwills around here. They're not very far. They're like a 10-minute. There's one ten 10 minutes from us and there's one like 25 minutes from us or so. Uh, so we go to both of them and both of them have – these items that have been donated from the Walmart electronics section. So there's some cool stuff in that and in these chests, like, uh, not chests, but these, uh, glass cabinets and they have a bunch of stuff stacked up. They have like battery power bars, like a bunch, they actually had to put some PlayStation stuff in there. So the first store we go into, I'm looking at this, um, Sony came out with this pad. It's a Hori pad. Uh, Hori made the pad and it has a wire that uh, it's a wired ps4 controller but it's smaller and it has like a, just a d-pad and like smaller thumbsticks it's like a tinier ps4 controller it's flat it looks almost kind of like a like a super nintendo controller kind of but it's like dome and then has like a flat bottom to it i don't know how to describe it look at look up hori mini ps4 controller it's like a light blue color I was looking at it. It was $15 there. And I was like, hey, do I want a wired controller? Will I ever use this controller? Because I think the PS4 DualShock controller is really good. The D-pad's awesome on it. So I'm like, eh, hey, I don't really need one with like a more classic D-pad. I think the PS4 is just fine. So I put it down. There are some PS4 controllers there for $40. bucks. i am like, eh, hey, 40 buck is that's not really a deal. So the first Goodwill was kind of a bust. Uh, we were like, eh, hey, I'm not going to get nothing here. But, we went to the other Goodwill, so usually we go to the further one first, and then the one closer to us, and then we go home, type of thing. So, we're the one closer to us, and then uh, we go in, and they had Walmart stuff there, too, and we're looking through. They had, like, a lot of PS2 games, too. So, we pick up the stack of PS2 games, and I'm like, man, all these games are pretty good. Like, there's some solid titles in there. And I'm like, open it up, scratched, open it up, scratched, open it up, Blockbuster sticker that's ripped off. The top is ripped off. Literally, the top of this is ripped off. I'm like, dude, why do you guys even put these out? Why? Why do they? I asked Sierra, cause of course she used to work at Goodwill, and she's like, I would never put these out. I don't know why they put these out. <laughs> and some of her coworkers from this store that shut down here still work over there. They they've transferred over to that store. And she's like, hey guys, why'd you put these out? They're like, uh, we didn't put them out. It was the other pricer. And then you know, yeah, you know how it goes. People blaming other people for whatever. <laughs> uh. But yeah, that's neither here nor there. So we didn't end up getting any any games even though I'm like sitting here like, man, there's some good stuff here. Like, why not? You know, but yeah. Uh, So we go over to the electronics section and they have this rack behind the shelf full of PlayStation stuff. Like packed to the brim with PlayStation stuff. PlayStation Move controllers, all sorts of stuff. Uh, I only had like forty bucks to my like that I could spend because you know I'm just kind of trying to keep my money a little tight this week. It's a little tight because we got a car recently, all that stuff. So I'm like, I don't really want to spend that much money. But for twenty seven ninety nine, right there on the shelf was a clear blue PlayStation Four controller, and I have the white clear PlayStation Four controller, and I'm just like, I just like looked at it. And then, like, the clouds parted and the sunlight shone through the window. It's like, oh, 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 oh. And the Halo music started playing for some reason, even though it's a PlayStation controller. And my heart started beating, like, really loudly. Like, oh, my God. I got to get it. So I grabbed it. <laughs> I'm like, hey, can you grab me that PS4 controller? Yeah, I'm trying to make it all dramatic when it wasn't. Uh, can you guys <laughs> grab me that PS4 controller behind the counter? And then... There was a charging dock we need we've been needing one of these because a lot of times ps4 controls will die on you when you're playing a game especially if you have a session that's longer than three or four hours which I tend to do because a lot of times I won't play games for a couple days and then I'm just like okay I'm gonna sit here I'm playing these games for like six hours like right now <laughs> I am NOT stopping I'm going to play some video games I gotta get it in me this week you know that type of thing uh, so now we have this dock where you can – and it's kind of cool. I didn't even know the PS4 controller could do this because, you know, usually you plug it in through the top through, like, micro USB. There's actually this little pad between the thumbsticks underneath uh, the bottom section of the PS4 controller. If you look, there's a headphone jack there. But next to it, there's this, like, little weird-looking socket area or a little plug-in area. What you do is you just put it down, and it literally clicks in to this dock and just, like, makes a little – Sound or something like that, you know, and then it charges it and I'm like, dude, this is cool. So they like sit side by side, you know, uh, face, not facing each other. So I have two clear controllers sitting on this dock and I'm like, Oh, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. So yeah, that dock was like four bucks. It's like a $18 dock. So I'm like, dude, I just got a badass controller and a dock for less than the other controller at the other Goodwill. So I freaking scored and it was awesome. I was so happy. That doesn't happen too often around here. Uh goodwill finds are really hard to come by around here because a lot of people hold on to their shit forever when they're broke. In this neighborhoods around here, there's not very many like nice neighborhoods around here. It's kinda like, you know, lower middle class families, so they're not gonna be donating anything that's super valuable or anything like that. They're gonna be holding onto that stuff because if you guys have been in that situation, you know that. Coming across like video games and stuff like that. That's going to be like treasures to kids and stuff like that. So they're probably not going to be giving it up. So finding video games that are actually worth anything at Goodwills around here is not a factor. So I'm just being honest. That's 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 the truth. No offense to anybody. Trust me. I, I have had been through a bunch of financial hardships myself. I understand that completely. That's trust me. When I was a kid. Getting a game was, like, amazing because you don't get a game all the time, <laughs> especially when you have a brothers or, you know, you're in a bigger family. So, you know, I understand the situation. So they're not going to be donating their PlayStation 2s, 3s, 4s. They're going to be playing them, which makes sense. Anyway, I don't know why I started talking about that. But that was cool. That was a good moment. Uh, I, had that mo- I had that money set aside, honestly, to go get Far Cry 5 and I read some reviews, and I looked at some stuff, and I I did some soul searching, and I'm like, do I actually want Far Cry 5, or do I just want it, because Best Buy has the $10 reward certificate for it, because you know how, if you don't know what Best Buy does, is you get Gamer Club Unlocked, which is $30 a year, and they take 20% off brand new games already, and then if they have their game on this list, that's a $10 reward certificate, you buy it for the 20% off, and then on your account in a couple weeks, you get a $10 card, basically like a digital card that you can use on anything. So your game ends up being like 38 bucks. I'm like, dang, it's so cheap, like for a brand new game. So for me, it's like, man, I can't pass this up. It's so cheap. I got to have this. (laughs) Uh, but I ended up not doing it and I'm like, eh, it's okay. I can wait until this game is like 20 bucks. I'm not like dying to play it. I'm still playing last of us. I'm almost done with that again. That game's. Fucking awesome, No, I love that game. Uh, but, yeah, there's so much stuff coming out. The game I'm actually really looking forward to is God of War. And that's not too far off. Um, and I, I don't always need a brand new game to play. There's plenty of stuff to catch up on. And I'm doing CC ABC, so going to get some uh, Super Nintendo action, I think, this week, hopefully. I want to beat some games this week. I want to beat a couple games. I've been playing so much multiplayer lately. Halo and Sea of Thieves and... Oh, yeah, I played Sea of Thieves. We'll talk about that too in a second. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Last of Us. Oh, I just talked about that. Okay. Loving it. I'm loving playing Last of Us again. Um, my favorite character in the story is probably Bill because of the fact of how they portray him and how he they betray a gay character in the, in the uh, game so perfectly and you don't really think twice about it. And discovering that he's gay is just kind of like, hey, he's gay. Okay, cool. And I, I like how how that is is one of I, I just ran across this character. That's why I'm like thinking about it right now. Uh, so you can see where I am in this game. But I'm I'm actually like three or four hours after that now. But <sighs> yeah, that's that's a cool game. Um, my knee is doing a lot better. So last week I talked about falling, and how that was awful. Uh, I. Um, I'm stretching my leg now because I'm thinking about it, but um, yeah, it's still a little tender, but it's getting better And I think it's gonna be okay. It was just a bad situation. It it sucked for a couple days but I'm feeling good Uh, Yeah, let's see I played a game on my (laughs) my phone My phone you know that thing you text with that I tweet too too many tweets with yeah That I played a game on that thing which I don't do very often I never do that. I don't play games on my phone ever, but there was this little neat little indie game I kept seeing pop up on different websites. Uh, it's called Florence, and it's like a dollar ninety nine, I think, or two ninety nine. So I was like, yeah, three bucks. Let's try it out. Um, I would say this game's not really too much of a game game. If that makes sense, it's more of a storyline that you go through there's no dialogue but there's really nice beautiful swelling music that went behind it it's very emotional uh it's a very real world situation a real world feeling you know day-to-day style storyline and it's about love about loss and then it's 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 a really nice little thing it took like maybe 45 minutes to an hour to play through and it was a good memory. It's like one of those that's kind of in my mind. I keep thinking about it. It was just so good. It was such a nice little experience. So simple. So beautiful. I love the uh, little hand-drawn animations and the hand-drawn style. Little creative ways they use the touch screen. Um, I don't think it's like the most mind-blowing game ever or anything. But I liked the story and it was just nice. It was something pleasant to do and it kind of brightened my day yesterday day before two days ago whatever it was when i played it it was good i liked it a lot um i played sea of thieves i uh, mostly been doing solo runs i played solo for a little bit first thing i, I didn't really like this game at first i'm like eh, this is okay i guess i i kind of feel like it's a little repetitive but um I hadn't really done much and i was like kind of just sailing around i didn't really even do any missions i was just kind of sailing around haphazardly like not even doing anything in there I just wanted to experience the world and that was kind of like eh. i got ate by a shark i drowned got destroyed by a galleon which is the big pirate ships uh and i was like eh, this is okay i don't know i'm not having that much fun with this <laughs> i try to go into like the they have like these uh cloud these smoke that's in the shape of a, a skull i'm like you know what i'm Fuck it, I'm going over there. And I just sailed over there. That was a bad idea. <laughs> it was a horrible, horrible, horrible idea. There were there were at least a dozen skeletons on the first section of this giant base. Uh yeah, and I was like, You know you know what? I'm gonna run towards the middle. I'm just gonna run and see if I can find a treasure chest. Run and run and run I look behind me, there's like twenty-five skeletons just following me, trying to shoot me and trying to stab me. I'm like, Yeah, <laughs> this didn't work out (laughs) uh but i did have a really good experience playing with p1 uh cartridge bros p1 on twitter and of the cartridge club of course Uh, i played with him probably like a little over an hour uh the other day and he was kind of showing me the ropes on how to do these treasure hunting missions and of course me i was just pretty much my awkward self being like yeah this is fun yeah yeah (laughs) being all awkward and stuff like I always am but um I had a good time and it was he was really nice and friendly and uh had a good time uh I almost said I had a good time again but yeah of course um I I showed him that there was a FOV slider in the game which I thought was pretty cool so I watched this video uh because I was wondering because I have Windows 10 on my PC of course and if the Windows 10 version is crossplay with xbox and they said yes it is they say they want to have no asterisk asterisk no asterisk uh multiplayer cross play between xbox and pc so nothing is compromised between the two platforms even the fov slider um and stuff like that so they said they that was one of the uh things they said it's like yes we added FOV slider to the PC version. So I said, why not? We'll add it to the Xbox version. And I think I like that because you can see the, your peripheral vision a lot better. And it, it makes you feel like you're running faster too, which is always fun. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I showed it to him and he loved it. And I was pretty happy about that. And yeah, we we just had a grand old time getting treasure. And uh, we found this like uh, treasure chest that makes you drunk if you pick it up. He found it on the side of the beach and he put it in the ship. He's like, I, I picked it up for like a second and I was like almost falling off the ship. It like makes your whole entire world just like shake like crazy, like wobble like bloop, bloop, bloop. like you're just super drunk like worse than being actually drunk, <laughs> of course. <laughs> but yeah, that was fun. Uh, had a good time with doing that. Hopefully, I get to play some more with some people from the club. That was awesome. Um, and then. Since then, I have played by myself probably a total of two to two, three more hours. Uh, I did a, a, I did one mission where you had to kill a skeleton and get the head, which was pretty fun. Um, the missions are so, they're kind of basic. You go get your mission and it's like either you get a treasure chest or you have to hunt a skeleton. And I think the third one is like a trade route. I haven't done that one yet, but that's what I've heard. Uh, you go do the mission, you get your treasure chest, you kill your skeleton, and then you come back. And you turn it in and then you do it again and you just keep getting more and more gold. Uh, there's different factors that could happen. You can get eaten by a shark. You can run into other people on the map randomly and have a fight. There's a Kraken that apparently comes up once in a while. Uh, but all in all, I was like, I-, I think this game's okay. But it didn't blow me away. And I'm really glad I did not spend $60 on it. I'm glad that I... So what I did is, you know, love it or you hate it. Or you whatever you're indifferent uh there's a site called g2a.com and they do cd keys and people get cd keys they cd keys that's just, that just sounds weird anyway they get keys for stuff and they go on there and they sell it and then i looked it up They had a game pass for a month for 6.98 so it's like seven bucks i get to play sea of thieves play it on my pc or my xbox xbox and just see how it goes so i paid seven dollars if i it if I would have paid sixty, I would be very disappointed. But seven bucks, I've already got my money's worth, you know. Uh, especially playing Halo Five with that same Game Pass. So, yeah, definitely got my worth, money's worth for Game Pass for this month. I don't know if I'm gonna re-up next month. I kind of doubt it. But well, we'll see how it goes. I think that is it. Um, I have on my notes here. <laughs> do not mention Fortnite in what's happening. I have it like bolded and underlined. And here I go. I am I mentioned it. Just just despite my 45 minutes younger self in your face Josh from 45 minutes ago who wrote those notes, I mentioned Fortnite. What are you going to do about it? You can't do anything about that cuz you're in the past and I'm in the future. So ha. Anyway, we're going to the next topic, the last section of the show today. It's the... You know what's coming. I don't even know what I'm holding. What is this? It's like a metal bar. The nose of interest. Ah, I caught you off. I caught you off guard there. I caught you off guard. Anyway, there's not that much this week. There's a couple of little things I want to talk about, nothing major. And one of them is a Fortnite story since I... Broke my own rules from 45 minutes ago. <laughs> because obviously I've been playing Fortnite in the background with every other game. But that is how multiplayer gaming goes. But, over 1 million players tu- tuned in to watch a group of YouTubers play Fortnite. There was over 100 top Spanish-speaking Fortnite players that got together to play in one game. That game went down on... Sunday, last Sunday, and over one million people tuned in to watch the stream. It was one point one million. The exact numbers: one million eighty five thousand one hundred sixty two people were watching this Spanish speaking Twitch YouTube streaming. It was on YouTube. It was on. It wasn't on Twitch like the Drake situation was. That Drake sitch. The Drake situation. So I guess there was a hundred people all on the map that were YouTubers that were from Spanish speaking origin which is pretty cool and uh, so suck it Drake he kicked your ass (laughs) Uh, yeah that's just a cool thing Uh, it's good for the industry that this stuff keeps happening that's good for gaming that's good for streaming services that's good for everybody when this stuff happens so the more exposure video games get the more in the mainstream they get the better in my opinion that's all I wanted to say about that. I thought that was crazy that a million people were watching one stream play one streamer playing Fortnite. That's crazy. All in in of, in and of itself, that's insane. That's crazy. Uh of course that's like a hundred different people's user bases or watchers zeroing in on this stream. So that makes sense. It makes sense. You know, it's math, guys. Math edition. Multiplication all that stuff Yeah <laughs> Okay That's it for that story uh, There was this game I wanted to talk about What was it called Also uh, why am I talking like this I don't know I'm keep going with this for a minute uh, PSVR You know the virtual reality headsets Huh The virtual reality headset. It's $100 off now guys It is going to be Instead of three ninety nine, it's going to be two ninety nine. Isn't that
0: fascinating?
1: Okay, I'll stop doing that. I didn't even know if that sounded any different. I thought it sounded kind of cute or nerdy. I don't know. Uh, PS Four PSVR drops to three hundred dollars. So that's just uh, like a PSA, as some people say. It's a public service announcement. It's a public service announcement, the PSVR has dropped $100, Everybody, so if you want to get into that virtual, virtual reality, if you want to be just like Wade Watts in Ready Player One, you can go into your own personal Oasis in the PlayStation VR. I'm sure it's not as high resolution or as in-depth as the Oasis is in that movie, But you can have your own virtual reality situation in your living room for $100 cheaper than usual. And a lot of people think that's a pretty cool little thing. So if you want to get into it, now's a good time. And uh, that Resident Evil game is probably pretty good on there. Even though I didn't really prefer, I really like Resident Evil 7 that much. Anyway, uh, there's this game I want to talk about called East Shade. So... I'm gonna just uh, read a little bit off of Kotaku, and I thought this was an interesting game idea, and I want to see how it comes together. So I'm just gonna read it word for word from the Kotaku article, and the title is "In Open World Fantasy, Shade, You Don't Kill, You Paint." And I'm gonna read it dramatically if I try. <coughs> excuse me, excuse me. I'm, I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I'm getting composed here. to hear other villagers tell it the man was an abusive father he stood in the I already messed up to hear other villagers tell it the man was an abusive father he stood in the middle of his dimly lit cottage with a jar stuck on his head and he knew it was time to strike he'd never see it coming I pulled out my canvas and I began to paint. East Shade coming to PC later this year is an open-world exploration game that takes overt cues from the likes of Skyrim and The Witcher 3 but you never harm a hair on a strange inhabitants furry little heads. Instead you paint your way from across the countryside crafting canvases angling your point of view just right and then capturing an image of whatever you see Think of it as the aforementioned fantasy RPGs with a dash of Pokemon Snap. Instead of beating people up or stealing all their cheese wheels, you paint them. I think this is a cool idea for a game. Uh, there's a neat little trailer. Just look it up on YouTube. It's called East East Shade. So it's E-A-S-T Shade. All one word. It's a beautiful looking game. And there are different... Um, quest people give you. Um, so okay, so this game was basically announced at GDC. And what the developer is saying is is the design manifesto for this game was, for me was to just build a world first, he said at GDC in San Francisco. We wanted to find a way to gamify stopping and smelling the roses. We used to have some light survival mechanics, and those were the worst. We want people to go slow. So they want people to go slow, take in the environment, and just paint things for people. It sounds super relaxing, and there's a story storyline to go in there. Um, let's see. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Um, there's a lot of a lot of really cool little things about it in this article. It, it kind of go into the story of this guy with the jar on his head, like I said earlier. And he took a he painted some landscape, brought it to him. He didn't really have a reaction to that painting. Um, I think it's cool. Uh, people will give you a, a different quest in the game. Like I was watching the trailer, the guy's like, "Hey, I I really want a painting." Of this landscape this sunset so you wait till the sunset comes up and you paint the sunset for them and then you go and you turn it into them and it's all about experiencing a beautiful world and it's just something different and every time a game tries something different I'm into it so be on the lookout for each shade I'm definitely gonna try it out when it comes out paint the world and have a good time with it <laughs> I, I just thought it was super cool I was like damn this game this is a good idea people people come, come up with some awesome ideas so yeah, um, it supposedly comes up. when does it come out? Let me look again. Uh, it says later this year, so to PC, so if you don't have PC, it'll probably come to consoles like in a year or so, but I love the look of it. It looks stunning. So that's a, That's about it for this week, guys. Um, wrapping it up a little fast this week again, but I felt like I had some energy and this podcast kept going and flowing and I had a good time with it. um, <clears throat> I would like to thank the Cartridge Brothers for mentioning me, mentioning getting iTunes reviews for this show on their podcast, that was really nice of you, thank you so much. Sorry, I have like th- these little burps that keep coming up, let me get a drink real quick, let me get a drink, I'm gonna drink, I always have this drink sitting right here, in case of emergencies like this, <sighs> it was like a catch in the back of my throat, and it was like a burp that kept going. Really, dog? Really, You gotta go in the blinds right now? <laughs> anyway, <coughs> oh, too much carbonation, <coughs> too much. <coughs> I probably meet that little cough right there. Holy crap, that was loud. Anyway, my eyes are watering. Oh, this was supposed to be easy. This was supposed to be. Uh, I was supposed to be rounding the show out, not choking. Okay, here we go. Now my eyes are all puffy. It looks like I've been crying. I'm sorry, guys. I couldn't help myself. It's just too good of a show. I, I, I just started tearing up. I couldn't help it. Anyway, thank you to the Cartridge Brothers for mentioning getting iTunes ratings for this podcast. If you guys haven't rated me on iTunes, go over there and leave me a rating. Whatever you feel I deserve. If you think I get, deserve one star, go ahead. Just leave me like a little nice construct, constructive comment. Don't just say F off or something. F this guy or something like that. Like, give me like an actual review if you give me something negative so I can say, OK, fair points. I'll try to improve. <laughs> uh, yeah. So go over there and do that for me. That'd be awesome if you have like two minutes to get the show out there. Uh, it's not the biggest show around. It's not maybe not the smallest, but it's pretty small. So getting it in front of more people is always a nice thing. So thanks again, guys. And as always, you can go over to Twitter, twitter.com slash frantic society, which is an old username that I'm stuck with until I die. It's frantic S-O-C-I-E-T-Y. <laughs> it's not really that bad. I just like to like make fun of it because it's fun to make make fun of myself. Um, I've been working on some YouTube, but it goes and it stops and it goes and it stops because, oh, I didn't even talk about this, but... I had to work an overnight shift last week because we had to clean cases, which basically entails you taking everything off and then they power wash it and you put everything back on. So I had to work an overnight shift and that really threw my entire week off. So that's why I haven't made in YouTube and that's why my podcast is being recorded like literally probably the same day it's being posted. Usually I have like at least two or one day separation, but here I am doing this right now. <laughs> but yeah, there will be some YouTube coming up. Have some ideas, like I always do. I have, I have a million ideas. So if I had all the time in the world for all these ideas I have, I would have some amazing, amazing videos out there. <laughs> or the talent. I don't know. I don't know if I have any talent for video making, but I try. I try to do something. I try to make some stuff. Um, But yeah, go over there. It's bit.ly slash frantic sub. Frantic, S-U-B. Son of a bitch. I mean, sub. Sub. Anyway, that's it for this week. Thank you guys for listening to Friendly Thoughts. Like always, I appreciate my listeners. Leave me a comment on the forums. <coughs> Don't choke again. Let's get through this without choking again. I think I can do it. CartridgeClub.org. Home to many, many, many great contributors that keep me entertained constantly. I feel like I'm caught up on their podcast. And then three more pop in. And I'm like... Yay, I caught up. And then, oh, there's more. But, oh, yes, there's more. You know what I mean? That type of feeling. (laughs) That probably didn't make any sense. But, yeah. Uh, I love everything everybody does over there. I'm excited to see what everybody does in the future. Polykill's been polykilling it. we got Media Mavens being awesome, like always. Got Bonus Barrel being fantastic. Of course, we got Cartridge Club Weekly killing it every week. Got Cartridge Club Main, Cartridge Club Prime. Sorry, (laughs) killing it like they've been doing for years. And then we got Cartridge Club Portable, which I like a lot, too. And lots of different shows over there. So many good good things. we got Retro Fandango and SDC Pod. Oh, my God. I can be talking about this forever. Go over there. The Q Dogs are over there. We got Musty Hobbit with his second breakfast and all that good stuff. Go over to Cartridge Check everybody's stuff out. I love all those people, and they make some great stuff. Retro Nonsense made a video, I talked about it last week, but I watched it again because I liked it so much, stuck in the 80s, hopefully a new one comes out, in the relatively near future, and I'll continue watching that, and the Polykill YouTube, okay, I'm going to stop, Polykill YouTube is really good too. okay, I'll keep going forever, because there's so much good stuff over there, go over to the forums, karchersclub.org slash forum, Click on Frantic Thoughts, click on the newest episode. I think this is 43. Yeah, something like that. Uh, leave a comment. <coughs> uh, Diego, like always, I'm gonna keep shouting him out. Because if if he's the only one over there commenting, I'm gonna keep shouting him out because that dude's friggin' rad for being over there. If you haven't commented on the podcast, go over there and just say hi. You can just say hi. Like literally just type in H I. Send. I'll be like, dude, I got another comment from that guy because they listened to the end of the show and they actually got to the end and they said and they actually heard me. So, that'd be awesome. Just come say hi. Literally. And I'll I'll respond. We'll have a conversation on the forums. Sounds fun. Uh, yeah. I think that's it, guys. I think that's it. I am planning some stuff for E3. I know it's a little ways away but I'm going to go all out this year. I'm going to make podcast videos a bunch of other stuff and it should be a good time and if you didn't notice i unplugged my mic in the middle of that sentence but i edited it together so beautifully that you didn't even notice the skip there so this is the end of the show thank you so much for watching frantic thoughts listening to frantic thoughts being a part of this rant and i hope you guys enjoy it i hope you guys enjoy the format i hope you guys love the show let me know i want to know i want you guys to tell me Tell me I need the feedback to make the show better. <laughs> I'm being dumb and silly this episode. Thank you guys for watching. I'll see you later. And have a fantastic, wonderful, beautiful weekend. I'll see you next week.
0: Bye. Uh-huh.